Welcome to the Luxury Homes Worldwide Podcast, brought to you from buyahomeglobal.com, your source for connecting with the local Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Forever agent anywhere in the world. Visit buyahomeglobal.com to start the search for your next property in Miami, Santa Fe, Nashville, Austin, Cancun, or anywhere in the world. Welcome to the Luxury Homes Worldwide Podcast. I am James Durer, your Texas realtor with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And I'm with me today is Josh Ledesma, my co-host. Hello again. And Josh is a, a forever agent. At Berkshire Hathaway Home At Services. At Berkshire Hathaway, right. In San Antonio. In San Antonio. We'll talk about forever agents later. It's a whole philosophy or why we're here for, for our clients, not just today, but always. Uh, but today is a very special day because I just drove back from Houston. And uh, Houston is, is, is a place that I call home too because you know I grew up, that was my first job in Houston, Texas uh, in, the, in, the, in the engineering and oil field. So Houston has a very special place and we have a very special agent, Diana Wilson, an award-winning Berkshire Hathaway Home Services agent who covers all of Houston. So welcome, Diana Wilson. Oh, thank you so much. I love being here. I know this is our second time around, so getting to feature Houston, uh, it's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Go I, Astros, by the way. Go Astros. Seven there you go, little, Game 7. News <laughs> in fact, we were just talking about Game 7 because we were just doing an interview for with the Sunshine Kids, and people can learn all about that wonderful uh, children's cancer uh, nonprofit that all of us at Berkshire Hathaway support. But let's let's talk a little bit about, you know, we always go to, to a different city, every podcast, uh, we talk about the lifestyles, we talk about the luxury homes. So let's start with lifestyles. What What is it about Houston that attracts people? Well, Houston being the most diverse city in the United States, speaking more languages and having more first-generation ethnically accurate restaurants makes it like the eating capital. And so eating and going out in regards of entertainment, it is world renowned. If if restaurants want to survive in any other market in the US, they're gonna they're gonna test their chops here. And so being in that environment of sophistication of the foodies, of the wine clubs and things of that nature. Houston is truly unmatched than any other place in the country. And then you tack onto it that it's got the ballet and museums and every style of, of professional sporting. It has world-class and world-renowned research programs in both medical field for you know MD Anderson and Methodist Hospital. And then of course, the University of Houston. Now I'm an alumnus of A&M, um, but you cannot ignore the fact that to, uh, that University of Houston is in fact a very prestigious school smack dab in the middle of downtown Houston. Yeah, and they have a far reach too. They have satellite offices and cities all over Texas. And I know Victoria is a big one, big satellite for them. Um, but I'm an Aggie too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we, we, we have our gig them. Exactly, exactly. Our loyalties lie deep. <laughs> 
So Josh, what about you? you... Yeah, tell, tell, tell us about like the uh, the change of season there. So now like as we come into fall, like here in San Antonio, there's more, like not more, but there's different things to do. What what goes on seasonally this time of year in Houston? Well, Ed, it always seems like our Astros, again, seem to be knocking bats. So that's a season for us, if you will. Um, and that's been something we've been able to enjoy for a little while. Yeah. Uh, but when it cools down, what we're finding is that we're able to get out a little bit more and enjoy more of the green space. And of course, Houston's also very unparalleled in being green, having it be a humid subtropic uh, climate here. It's so great to go everywhere and you'll see all the kudzu and the lawns that are all super, super green, despite the fact that it may have had a lack of rain and it cools down. So you get to be outside. It's so pleasant. You're seeing a lot of activity in Memorial Park, which is our big uh, central uh, green space infrastructure that has a lot of spaces for walking and tennis and golf and hike and bike trails and things of that nature. Uh, parks for children to play on and, and picnic areas for families to to come together and it's very very central uh, Houston's almost like a target in the way that the, the highways are set up and Memorial Park is smack in the middle and that's right right nearby your office I think you told us right it is it is I office just outside of 610 loop right off of Memorial Drive so seven eight uh, seven seven zero two four and so if I wanted to take a little, you know, jog over, over lunch, could just pop right out and pop right back in. So very, very close. You used to jog down there. I used to jog down there the on Morrow Park with the president GW and his entourage. So that is just a cool park. I didn't even think about it. I never played tennis there or any other activities. I always just use that for jogging in Memorial Park. But uh, what about the, the, you have, what about downtown? I really like enjoy downtown and the bayou that goes by there. Tell us a little bit so, about downtown nightlife. All right. So downtown is actually a little bit more of a financial district. There are some things in, in dining that you will see, um, again, more close to the professional sporting parks and uh, concert venues. You'll see some of that. But really what you'll start to see are things like Uptown, Highland, uh, River Oaks. Those pulling it a little out of the downtown, the sort of brick and stick style of high, high buildings into more of the green space that does run along Buffalo Bayou. So places like Brenner's on the Bayou or Brasserie 19, um, you're going to pull that in a little bit closer to River Oaks or going into the Galleria, which still has world-class shopping that is renowned for bringing people from all over the world while they're here also experiencing oil and gas industry, which is still pretty predominant. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought up about the gallery and international shopping. I mean, Houston is the place to go shopping if you're and being in the oil and gas business there in, in Houston years ago, it's just like you're right. We'll be uh, over at Kea getting furniture or whatever, and I'd be the only one speaking English. So it's a truly an international destination. People from all over love working there and staying there in Houston. So, so tell us uh, what do we usually talk about? We have restaurants. Is well, there on that on that note. Some of our some of our clients talk about Houston being like a really good like launching point. Do a lot of your clients or customer base do you notice that they commute a lot out of the city? They fly, commute all over. Well, the being there, so there's two. Are you talking about as far as being like telecommuters and things of that, like basing here, um, or more along the lines of physically being in the city and commuting? Uh, no, I mean travel, like traveling. So having both Hobby Airport that has become an international airport that um, just for interesting um, trivia 
that for a brief period of time was based and named after, um, oh my gosh, I just drew blank on his name. I hear I had this like really great profound thought that I wanted to talk about it. I go, Howard Hughes, Howard oh. Hughes. But it is not in the United States. We don't name airports after living people. So that's when it reverted back to Hobby. Um, but Hobby now is an international airport that flies directly south. So you're talking about the Caribbean and South America. And then, of course, we've got um, IAH, uh, Bush Intercontinental, and it flies east and west towards the, you know, Europe or uh Australia. And so being able to zip in and out, but when you're dead middle of the country is incredibly powerful for people who do want to do a telecommute. So you've got your ability to live here and be able to very quickly take travel without having to hub someplace else and to live here. And if you had to have one spouse work here and another one that had to do a lot of domestic traveling. It's a very central place to do that. And it makes, it makes Houston incredibly powerful in that regard too. Just Texas overall has a wonderfully diverse economy that isn't just centralized in one particular industry. And Houston to me is like the antithesis of that example, because you do still have oil and gas, but you have technology. And then if you go east and west, we've got manufacturing. Of course, we've got um, import and export through the Port of Houston. So it really is such a very profound place to be able to put your roots in and cut your teeth, especially just getting started. Yeah, it's a very pro-business place, that's for sure. Uh, so let's let's move on to luxury homes. Tell us about the luxury homes you've sold there and, and uh, at least a little bit about Houston. All right. So um, Houston does work in, like I said, like a target zone and um, where I, and I was very flattered that you said I work all of Houston and I actually do not. I call myself an inner, inner looper. Um, yeah. And I work with inside the 610 loop was the predominant area. And our luxury homes go again from just west of downtown in Uptown all the way through to um, Tanglewood and Memorial. And the homes that I concentrate on are in that particular corridor. And a lot of it is because it's where I eat and play. And so I can talk with great, uh, just great experience. Like, okay, yeah, I'm walking my dog next to the Houstonian um, and I dine there, or this is where I would go get my car washed in service. And believe it or not, when you're relocating, that's pretty powerful. So I concentrate more on that and in the med center. So a, a good portion of my uh, portfolio has concentrated on doctors and residents who are coming in again, working in the medical center, which is un truly unparalleled. I keep saying that, but it's because it is. This city is just such a powerful place. And within that area, also concentrating, again, up and down the Buffalo Bayou, um, more along the lines of condos, which the concept of high-end condos in Texas versus other markets that tend to be very, very uh, 15, 20, 30 stories. Our condo regimes are tend to be two and three stories and they get they get a very good townhome feel. And um, 
I, I do a lot of those as well, which gives people the ability. I'm sorry, I, I am working from my office and my cat just jumped on my desk and pushed <laughs> my camera. I'm trying to I was trying to subtly get her off and she well, was just no, you need to, she's still up there. Show her to the viewers. Oh no, I I okay. I missed her off. But it, she it won't take her long. She'll probably be back up here. Um but in this, but in this area, high-end condominiums and breaking that concept of what a condominium is and how to work within that also gives people the ability to have a lot of square footage with a lot of just turnkey being able to lock and leave. And so within that same luxury area, condominiums are really, really a stronghold here in the Memorial Tanglewood um, Upper Kirby area. And what what type of ranges of price are there for townhouses? Well, um, from two two bedrooms can be somewhere into the high twos to wow. low threes, and depending on their finish out. And we're talking some of them mid threes, almost seventeen eighteen hundred square feet. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So very large footprints, and um, we're not talking about just like you know, Murphy beds and things like that, really significant that feel like single family dwellings. So you're not sacrificing that feeling of a true home. It doesn't feel like a, like an apartment. And so, and then going into the million dollar plus, depending on their age. And one of the things we are seeing, um, not sure how many of the listeners are familiar with the fact that Houston was pretty powerfully impacted by a hurricane a few years back called Harvey. And that we are seeing a lot of the rebuilds of luxury homes going from slab foundations to re-embracing um, pier and beam. So now you're seeing this very stately presence of homes being built up, allowing for plumbing and, and infrastructure of the house to be easily accessed from a crawl space, but also elevating the look of having really stately stairs that step up and keeping them out of the flood zone. So we're seeing that new build in old neighborhoods and, and a sort of a new breath into how what we used to look at as far as luxury homes. Yeah, I really like that. I like, I like the, the the look and feel of the, the pier and beams with the stairs going up as opposed to the Mac mansions that go lot line at lot line. Uh, but so so if, um, if I have a business, is Houston, I mean... Do you do you handle a lot of business transfers over there? So I I help with the physical their residential and I can do some of the leasing. Um, I would probably baton that off um, right. because Houston uh, is a pretty powerful um, style yeah. of brick and mortar on that side. So that's not in my wheelhouse. Um, yeah, I was thinking more of the employee, employees that come, come to work. For oh yes, yes, yes. Relocation still, still huge portion of my book. Okay. Um, and again, it's because, uh, in my past having worked in film and television and having to work and, and relocate multiple times and having to understand how to thrive in a new market without knowing anybody is just a niche that I have. And so being able to speak to someone and say, oh, so this is the style of school that you're looking for. This is the style of outside activities, or these are the things that you do, because we only have so much bandwidth in our lives. And a big portion of our bandwidth should be focused on hearth and home. And if you don't know what people are doing with their heart and where they want to be in focus, it's really hard to help them thrive. Sticks and bricks is easy. 
hard home, that's a, that's a different animal. And so still doing a lot of relocations as well, helping people get here. We're still growing. Our economy is still growing. You can look around and see cranes everywhere, um, up and down Westheimer, up and down, even in downtown, they're still continuing to give it a re-facelift to bring more and more of that um, banking business style, uh, e-commerce, those kinds of things to downtown Houston. That sounds great. I kind of want to pivot back to some of the uh, some of the lifestyle stuff that we talked about earlier. You mentioned like all the sports teams and all the stuff that comes and goes. So let's play like a quick little game. What was the last thing that each of us did in Houston? As far as like events go, I'm not talking about like, oh, I went to get lunch. Like last big event you went to in Houston. Uh, that from that's easy for me. I'm a huge Astros fan. Uh, watching Astros like in, <laughs> watching Astros in Minute Maid Park. I've got my rings uh, from the previous championships, and we're just waiting for the the last our next ring to come our way. Are you so going, that was me. Are you going to the game tonight? I am not. No? I am not. It's Game Seven, and uh, we're we have some weird superstitions in our group. We actually wow. have a group of baseball fans, and we travel and see the Astros play in other markets. Wow! Yeah, and yeah, we're huge fans. And if what we're doing seems to not be working for where we need our, <laughs> we got our superstitions. So we've all agreed that tonight none of us are going to be in the stadium, um, and so uh, so that we can be there for the World Series. That's what we're. I remember one of the the the, the the funnest nights I've ever had in my life was was uh, actually what I did just recently in Houston is went to the Houston Grand Opera. Oh, I thought it was so the symphony. No, it was the Houston Grand Opera. But but one of the years we were, it was after the flood, her, the Harvey, and we were downtown in the convention center. And that's where the the, the new opera facility was until the world of them got dried out. Uh, right. But we went after the, you know, after the, the opera, we went to one of the sports bars there. Uh, okra is a charity bar. I don't know if you remember right. Okra. And uh, it was, we were there just like three or four people there. And then all of a sudden the game let out. And it was such fun. So Houston is, if you're a sports fan, and if you can live anywhere in the central area where Diana Wilson covers, you want to do that because you have easy access to, to go downtown, watch the game, have a lot, you know, it, it was such well, a brought, fun night. And they brought like pedicabs and things of that nature. So you can actually get a, like a mini tour of downtown by hopping into those that can take you so you don't have to park right next to the stadium to get to enjoy a lot of the downtown life and where we make it sound like these areas are big pieces apart from one another you know west gray shepherd area is like 10 minutes boom you're right there and there you yeah. are in all these really world-class uh, restaurants and you want to have szechuan or uh, you want to have uh, greek you know, from first generation uh, immigrants who are coming in and sharing their culture, it's really amazing. So now, hold on. What did you do that last in Houston? Oh, um, man, I don't know. That was probably, it was probably the spring and it was probably Taylor Swift. I think I was there for Taylor Swift last. That was my yeah. recent time. Was she at the energy? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the whole weekend. We just went for one night, but yeah, it was great. It was great. Houston's awesome. Like all of those things that you guys are describing, all those sports teams and, you know, the Final Four comes through every so often. We haven't mentioned the Houston Rodeo, which is one of the largest mm -hmm. in the country. They're, Houston's prime for that type of stuff, for events and social gatherings, sports teams. It's it's prime. You, you, there's no shortage of things 
doing Houston baseball, soccer, they have soccer, the NFL, the NBA. But to do all that, you know, you want to live in Houston. So we we really? we, we want to let all of our listeners and and on on, on Spotify, Apple, uh, iHeartRadio, all of our podcasts, uh, our YouTube channel, the Luxury Homes Worldwide. Uh, go to www.buyhomeglobal.com. We got a click for Spotify. We got a click for YouTube. And you can uh, listen to, to this and share this. Please share and like our videos. And then if you're interested in Houston, mainly the central area, but if you contact us, we can, we can introduce you to an award-winning Berkshire Hathaway Home Services agent anywhere in the U.S. and including Mexico. Uh, so we uh, we invite you to go to www.buyhomeglobal.com, send us an email, and we will introduce you to Diana Wilson, an award-winning Berkshire Hathaway agent there in Houston, Texas. And she'll tell you the best place Thank to live much. that you can get to the Houston, uh, go see the Houston Astros and everything else is there. And the Texans too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and getting and living in and on, if you like... Um, transit you know we've got that as well depending on where you want to focus and so um absolutely it, soccer don't forget our soccer team and uh bird you want it we've got it you want high culture you want high fun and we're only 45 minutes from galveston which is a spectacular area to do a weekend getaway without having to fly anywhere Right, so, and also the uh, cruise ships depart from from Galveston. They do, right? they do, and they have opened up two more routes out of Galveston into even the far Caribbean. So we're talking about eight and ten days, um, and that's pretty amazing. Plus the events you you mentioned, uh, and I and I wish I had thought about talking about the rodeo to start. That's our February March, and the the part of that that brings in the wine. You know, they have a wine competition and then they have the culture competition. Like they literally have, a, it's it's like a technology, huge, huge arena that you can go in and watch kids. It's not just a matter of raising chickens and things. One of the competitions in the last spring that I caught that I thought was incredibly fascinating and it makes so much sense that they do it. It was a tractor competition, not driving them, but each one of the tractors had something wrong with it. And so the different high school teams had to not only get the tractor moving, um, it was it was a time competition, but they had to troubleshoot it, fix it, and get it moving. And that was incredibly profound to watch what we really need. Oh, here she comes. I told you it was gonna take her long to get here. Um, to have these young future farmers come from all over the country to compete and show how that part of our culture, which is still, um, agriculture is a huge portion of Texas overall. So, and this is, this is, yeah. this is her. <laughs> so who, what, what is, is it her? It's her, this is Waya, Waya the wolf. Let's see Waya again, there you go. Our, she doesn't, she look like she's so pleasant right now. This is the first appearance. This, this is our first in over 20 videos. This is yeah. the first pet appearance we've had. You will be an influencer. <laughs> she does have her own Instagram page. She has her yeah. own Instagram page. Does she? Okay. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> she does. Okay. I haven't done much with it, but she does. She's a funny cat. Yeah. So well, Diana Wilson, thank you so much for being here today. You are again, uh, I personally have uh, has followed the way you treat it, 
uh, our clients who've gone to, to buyahomeglobal.com and been referred to you. They're ex been extremely happy. I know the one dentist that had a place in Corpus, you know, had a place in Houston. He needed to sell. This guy is extremely busy. He didn't have to worry about anything. You were so phenomenal. And we had that uh, testimonial on the buyhomeglobal.com web uh, homepage. Uh, but you've done such a great job. We look forward to more, more good news from clients that want to use you for Houston, Texas. So uh, we really appreciate it. And Josh, I appreciate it. Uh, Diana Wilson, the award-winning Berkshire Hathaway agent for Houston, Texas. Thank you so much for being here. And this is the Luxury Homes Worldwide Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Worldwide Luxury Home Podcast, brought to you from buyahomeglobal.com. Visit buyahomeglobal.com to start the search for your next property in Austin, Santa Fe, Miami, Phoenix, or anywhere in the world.